0: Good afternoon, audience. This is the hotness. Sweetly is not here today, but we're still thinking about her in spirit. But th- thank you for joining us on our Restaurant Magic podcast show. And we're just so happy that you're here because we know you have lots of different options that you can do. But you know, we are foodies. I know um, I love to eat. So you guys know this about me. I, there is just nothing that I cannot stop eating. It's just what I love to do. And I love connecting with people that are restaurant owners, chefs, sous chef, culinary artists, anything associated with food. I'm in the mix. And audience, we have a special treat for you today. I am here at Michael's English Muffins in Raleigh, North Carolina, and my guest is Annabelle. Welcome, Annabelle. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. I mean, you have to tell me how did you get started with the English muffins? Because I know you said something about your your dad. He's famous, and I was just like, what's up with that? You got a dad that's famous, and (laughs) English muffins are involved. What's happening?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I started making English muffins a while ago, back in Cincinnati, um, where I'm originally from, and uh, like kind of side story. My dad also um was a famous restaurant tour. He owned the longest running five star restaurant in the United States.
0: Wow. It was called the Masonette.
1: It closed in 2005. Um, My dad actually passed away about four years ago. So when I was down here in North Carolina selling wine, meeting chefs and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting into the restaurant scene, um, I was like, hey, nobody makes homemade English muffins here. I'm going to test this out. So I took it to, you know, I'll take it on my wine tastings and You know, if I saw a chef, I'd say, here, try it. And, you know, I had enough people that were interested in doing it and interested in bringing it to the restaurant where then I took the time to find a kitchen to use it. And I wanted to do something to dedicate it to my father and um, the hospitality industry that I kind of grew up in and what what he was all about. Um, and so I named it after him. Michael's English Muffins.
0: Well, thank you, thank you so much for doing that. And so your your dad's name is Michael. What's his full name? Like and, his. R- uh, it was Michael J. Commissar. And okay. actually,
1: technically, my first name is Michael, so I am named after him. It's Michael Annabelle, but I, I go by Annabelle.
0: So. Okay, okay. And so, what was the restaurant that your dad h- had previously? Um, the, the one that I was referencing, the five star, was called the Masonette. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Um, our big sushi M on our logo is like a, like a kind of a throwback to um, the logo that okay. he had as well. Wow,
0: well, I bet, you know, he would definitely be proud of you because I'm looking at some of the offerings you have here in your English muffin restaurant. I see the originators, or audience, are you ready? It has sausage, habanero, pimento cheese, and I know that's like a big, huge thing in yeah, North Carolina. very southern
1: thing. <laughs> Actually, my, my husband, who is very southern, came up with that one, so that was that was our first sandwich we came up with.
0: Okay, okay. And I see the P B and J and of course the sausage and bacon, egg and cheese, muffin. And so, um, Annabelle, how challenging was it for you to, you know, start this vision that you wanted to pay homage to your father? How challenging was it for you to do that?
1: Um, I think anybody who's going into the restaurants needs full knowledge before they open a restaurant. It's definitely a very challenging industry and challenging market because there's so many places out there these days people have so many options of places they can go to so my whole concept was just just start small so basically i found a, a rental kitchen that i could use um i was doing a full-time job during the day selling wine and then in the middle of the night i would be making these english muffins and you know started off just doing it one one night a week and then you know i got more wholesale accounts and more restaurants where it became i was doing it five, six times a week with a full-time job. So right. it was definitely a hustle, <laughs> if you will. So I didn't go like it, like most people, like most people I would think would go, like maybe go get, you know, go get a loan or find right. an investor or this or that. And I was really big on not doing that. Um, so I wanted really it to be a hundred percent sweat equity and um, all from- Sweat
0: equity. I like that. Yeah. It's all the hard work. Yeah.
1: So basically I, I just did two jobs for two years until I was at the point where I had built enough wholesale business where I felt like I could go into and find my own space. And then that was challenging as well because, you know, I was finding spaces I liked, but it needed like $100,000. I didn't have $100,000. Um, and I, was not, I wasn't going to go to a bank and I didn't want to find an investor. So um, I had to get a little innovative and just wait until I found a place that was pretty much turnkey. And um, this place just needed a lot of fresh paint and a little decor. And the kitchen was pretty much there so that was really nice to be able to have
0: yeah yeah and i'm just you know you do your english muffins from scratch and i'm just so just amazed by that whole concept because you're right not many people are doing english muffins i see like bread shops muffins all that stuff yeah there's
1: a there's a few chefs around town that will make them but just like just for their own restaurant and stuff yeah um it it definitely goes through a longer process Uh, we do a long fermentation like a cold fermentation on it so we'll make the dough the day before um put it in the fridge overnight and then we'll bring out the dough and then we'll roll them out by hand so you know we do have a machine we just haven't got it working yet yeah <laughs> um that rolls it um but we still do everything by hand and so we'll roll them out by hand and then they sit for like depending on the time like an hour and a half to two hours and they proof so they have to like kind of rise a little okay and then then the, we, they go on the griddle um and so we don't actually have any ovens in here whatsoever Um, they're just done on the griddle and they get about, you know, about 15 minutes total.
0: We flip them in between uh, on the griddle. Wow. Audience, I'm learning so much about, (laughs) you know, English muffins. I think I took them from granite before, you know, just go in the store and just grab them. But I didn't know there was like a true science behind, you know, creating and making them and that you turn that into your own passion, which is fascinating. Yeah. There
1: is a few bakers around the country, like not so much in Raleigh, but there's, you know, one in California, some in Boston, one in Cincinnati that actually do it in this traditional style so
0: yeah and when you say traditional style what is that versus what that you know other people may Um, be doing I mean
1: you know if you look at recipes online you'll see them that they're done in the oven and that or eggs are at it you know just really raw like basic ingredients and like Time is basically the yes. main ingredient for the, the english
0: muffins yes because audience i had some of um annabelle's english muffins and they were quite delicious they were just nicely toasted lots of butter i think it was the Sin- oh sweet potato and cinnamon that's the one it was oh uh, yeah that
1: one's actually that actually is my favorite um that recipe is like 100% original recipe of my own um a gentleman approached me from uh, carolina innovative kitchens mm-hmm. um they uh, produce sweet potato flour so it's yeah. like dehydrated sweet potato flour which I was kind of like I don't know you know it probably took me about a year to actually use the sample to like create something but when we once we figured it out um, the consistency in the recipe because the sweet potato absorbs a lot of water right Um, because you think about you make a sweet potato you open up there's a lot of water in there so I didn't want to do it with just a sweet potato and sweet potatoes are really big in North Carolina it's one of the uh, biggest crops so. Yeah,
0: it's our, our vegetable, I think. Um, I forget, but I know it's huge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> North Carolina it, sweet potato. It's very important
1: to agriculture here. So for me, I was like, that's kind of what I wanted to do, and... Everybody wants us to put raisins in it, and maybe we'll cave one day into it, but we wanted something just, like, a little different as our
0: second flavor. Yes, yes. I love it the way it is because it's sweet, and it's simple, and it's, um, oh, so satisfying, too. I mean, you know, they're not paying me to say that one. It's just really good um, English muffins. But um, listening to your story, was there any um, time that you wanted to, like, give up? Because you said you were hustling, doing oh, two yeah, jobs for many two times years. yeah, where I want to give up.
1: There, there's, like, you know, sometimes I'll have just, like, There'll be months on end where I'm like, "What am I doing?" Because ironically, my dad, you know, being a restaurateur, and you know, I know he's very proud of me. Yeah, um, absolutely, I don't doubt that, but. You know, there's times where him and I would have some conversations like whatever you do, Annabelle, do not go in the restaurant industry. Oh, really? Like, this is like totally me, like d- d- my defiance. And like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, I know. I, I know he's proud. I know he's not upset Absolutely. or anything. Absolutely. But um, it's definitely there's so many challenges that I feel like if people don't see on a daily basis. Like you don't know what's going to walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't know if you're gonna making a good amount of money that day to, you know, turn on the lights, pay your employees. and Right. Taxes is another thing. I feel like nobody sees the behind the doors of taxes. It's like I've almost had to teach myself how to be an accountant, even though I do have a, I have a great accountant that helps me. If any right. small business is looking for somebody, I can refer oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, put their <laughs> name
0: out there. Because, like, you know, this is information I think all you know, people want to yeah. know to try to implement yeah, what yeah. you're doing. So what's your accountant's name that's helping you out? Um, I, don't, I don't know if she like, wants me to go like, oh, oh Oh, or oh or yeah, not, you don't have to. You don't have to. You can contact me and <laughs> I
1: can... Uh, I can let you know, she's she's awesome and she's a stickler so uh, if you mess up something she'll find she'll it. She'll point box. it out for you. Yeah, Yeah. Cause she's just starting so I don't know. If
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's fine. I don't
1: fine. know. That's fine, that's fine. Sorry if I didn't you know, give you the plug in. <laughs> you know you are. Anyways, yeah, so just like figuring out all that like you know, because wholesale is different from having a restaurant. If you're in Wake County, there's an extra 1% tax that you have to pay to Wake County, you know, just little things like that. like along the way, we're like, oh, okay. It's just like one thing after the other, mm-hmm. you know, and you just got to figure it out. And once you get there, it's it's great. And I always um, joke about it. Like, so like, uh, uh, people can't see me right now, but I'm like thir- uh, 27 weeks pregnant also. Still looking
0: <laughs> good. Still looking good. Yeah. Um,
1: and I, I, I'm kind of joking, like, you know, getting a restaurant ready and getting it prepared and passing all the permits and passing all the, like health inspections and stuff is like, you know, it's like preparing for the baby and then like when you open the doors it's like like when the kid comes out it's right that's when the real job actually starts. exactly like, exactly you think you put all this work and effort into building a brand and getting it ready and everything and then it's like another you know hurdle of challenges so right um because
0: you were there's just a lot of
1: things and I think I think my dad made me also very prepared because I wanted to do a restaurant like when I was in my 20s I wanted to do a restaurant and him and I had this idea and my dad's like okay I'm gonna set you down with my accountant for one hour When you're done, if you still wanna open a restaurant, we'll do that. So we sat down and the guy explained all this stuff to me. I came back from the meeting and I said, Dad, I don't think I'm quite ready yet to (laughs) open a restaurant. hindsight I'm glad I had that meeting way back exactly. then in my 20s because then now you know opening a restaurant I understood exactly what I was going into
0: yeah and I like what you said before because you said you started out small Cause yeah. I think a lot of times when people have an idea a vision they're just like I'm just gonna go all in yeah and then unfortunately sometimes it doesn't work out as they have planned but you were yeah. smart so I think that's something yeah, you learned I'm from your all dads. about
1: slow and steady
0: yeah, kudos to you. So what are some of the other things you do? Um, I guess in getting the name out of um, Michael's English Muffins, you know, you do. Oh.
1: So we've had some really like great loyal customers. Obviously, the wholesale business is really awesome. We've partnered with some amazing chefs around town. Um, so you can find our uh, our our product at like a lot of coffee shops, restaurants in uh, like Raleigh, Durham and uh, one in Chapel Hill. Um, so we're always growing that wholesale business, which I think just helps us in general. Um, We also do local farmer's markets, so we do uh, pack up all our gear and go set up tents all around town to kind of just get the name out as well. Um, So we do Western Wake Farmer's Market, we do Midtown Farmer's Market, we do Wake Med Farmer's Market, and then we do the new Moore Squares Farmer's Market, which is on Wednesdays in downtown Raleigh. So um, we also do the Night Market, which is a really awesome... uh, Oh, the Night Market. I'm not familiar with that. What is that? It's in City Market. It's once a month on a Thursday. Okay. Um, I'm always forgetting if it's the second Thursday or the third Thursday. You'll have to look that up. Um, but yeah, it's once a thir- one Thursday a month. Um, it's great. They have entertainers. They have food vendors. Um, they have stuff for kids. It's dog friendly. They have a lot of like artisans uh, vendors as well. Um, it's just a really cool market and just a really cool vibe that goes on in downtown Raleigh. Um, and they're doing one in Durham also soon, I think starting like next week or something, but we're actually not going to participate in the Durham one quite yet because of okay. uh, the, the baby and the heat
0: and the sun. Yeah, it's just a little too <laughs> hot for that, yeah. but you know, I really appreciate you getting your name out there and bringing um, English muffins to um, North Carolina because they're just you know I think it's needed (laughs) it's been a void I think that's been um, happening but for people that want to um, get started themselves is there any wisdom or advice that you would offer go see your accountant before you make any decisions (laughs) no
1: um uh just kidding but uh, that was an important part of yeah it's Um, crucial um yeah I mean just know know all like I worked every part of a restaurant I worked wholesale retail kitchen dishwasher, bus girl, server, Mm -hmm. bartender, you know, I I, I learned every
0: aspect of it before I decided to like jump in full. Yeah, like you said, slow and steady wins the race. Like I have my
1: little niece, I think she's like, uh, or cousin, she's like 18, and she's like, I want to open a restaurant. I'm like, "Uh, good luck. You know, give it about (laughs) at least 10 to 12
0: more years before you actually really do that. Well, you know, she's looking at you, saying, "Hey, if my aunt can do it, I think I think I can do that too." So maybe you're making it look too easy for her. You know, have her come, you know, work for you a little bit. That would be nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, and my mom's also in the um, hotel industry, so she would make me work really hard in the summers at her hotel. So
0: okay, okay. (laughs) I mean, it's all in the family, audience. You got to do that. And um, I wanted to ask you one thing about your your, um, your menu options. Do you tend to focus on nutrition? Because I know a lot of people, you know, they sometimes they try to you know keep an eye on that. Is there anything in particular you want to mm. offer on that? Because I know gonna, it's
1: not gonna lie. I'm not like I personally focus on nutrition.
0: <laughs> right. Um,
1: but I focus more on trying to source as many local products as possible. Okay. Um, I mean, people think because the English, these English muffins over, like, the store-bought ones are a little bit more decadent. They really only have... They don't... They're not actually... They're like two sizes of bread, if you look at it. Right. Um, obviously, I'm not gluten-free. <laughs> I yeah. I gluten.
0: Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I,
1: I focus more on the local aspect. Like, all the pimento cheese we get is from Uncle Chris. Um, he's out of Clemens, North Carolina. Uh, the sausage we get is local. Um, we sell a lot of little local products, like the chips, the um, big spoon peanut butter, um, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I try to get source as much of that as possible, as long as it fits within a certain
0: okay i do see the veggie on the menu and the veggie has the avocado sliced tomato on a sweet potato and english muffin cinnamon english muffin so that seems pretty healthy to me yeah yeah that's our that is our healthy option <laughs> I put, like i actually like put avocado on most of all the
1: sandwiches that i make for me personally and anybody can do that anytime they want. right in. yeah so that we do have one i guess healthy feature and we just brought on turkey bacon which a lot of people have requested um, for health reasons as well so that's something we now have at all times so
0: well thank you thank you so much Annabelle yeah. We I really appreciate your time and would you share with our audience how they can get in touch with you or where you're at phone number all that
1: uh, yeah so we are located at uh, 3611 Spring Forest Road um, Suite 114 we're right at the corner of Capitol and Spring Forest it's kind of on not gonna lie it's a little bit of an odd plaza to get into but we're right by the crazy fire Mongolian Grill and then Down below in the Plaza below is Best Buy Outlet and Michael's Craft Store, so a lot of people know those landmarks in Raleigh. So kind of just tell people either you can go into Michael's or there's an entrance right there on Spring Forest Road. Um, We are also on Facebook, Michael's English Muffins, and Instagram as Michael's English Muffins.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. And audience, you You come out here and support Annabelle and these delicious English muffins at Michael's English Muffins. I mean, I just, I'm fascinated um, in a way because I know you said people do the bread and then you have the English muffins, but I just never really keyed in on the uniqueness that it takes to create um, English muffins. So kudos to you for um, reaching out and trying to, um, actually you're doing, you're accomplishing your dream. So thank you. Yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Annabelle, thank you for being a guest on Restaurant Magic Podcast Show. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Okay, audience, this is The Hotness signing out. Checking out what Michael's English Muffins is all about. Take care. Shouldn't laws be black and white? Doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment? For 15 year old Jim and I Barry, the answers are obvious. But then a crime shocks Gemini's small town and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray. In Mika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the child spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old debts are settled and Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com.